All right. Welcome uh, Still Sober with John Rabin. Let's get right into it, shall we? I was going to do just a basic real quick thing to let you know that uh, I have to deal I with uh, the same thing I did last year. I had a surgery and then I'm having surgery tomorrow for removing a tumor from my bladder. And uh, I was unable to, uh, there is a, a treatment for like a preventative after the surgery last year, but the treatments are so expensive that um, you can't pay for them out of pocket. It's kind of crazy. But when you get on insurance, you can. Maybe. I'm saying maybe because, they, because they're like, oh, insurance, you you should be able to get the treatments. But in my head, I'm still like, well, well, let's see. Just let's see first how much that it is before we get all crazy. Anyway, regardless, I've got a uh, surgery tomorrow. Um, so if you hear this, um, I'm all about... Uh, Thoughts and prayers are fine, are great. Now, I know a lot of people will be you know, like, thoughts and prayers don't do anything. I disagree. They don't do anything for people who lose loved ones. I mean, that's not really, you know, thoughts and prayers with families. I know it seems like an empty gesture. Um, people debate whether or not, you know, it's, it's, is it really helpful? I think it's great because if I hear about it, yeah, you know, you're in my prayers or you're in my thoughts. That makes me feel good and it's uh, it's good vibes. Also, I think that everybody is collect is uh, connected on a on a molecular level. So, good vibes is actually a thing. I think that there's actually you know, that 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 kind of shit out there. Just it's so yeah. So send me good vibes. Should be fine, but I need it, uh, I don't know, just for morale purposes, that would be nice. So uh, appreciate it. By the way, yeah, let's, I almost forgot. If you're a sober person, hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, hope you're staying sane. There. Still mean it. Um, and, uh, yeah, because the, the positive vibe thing, like uh, good karma. I think karma is like a mental state kind of a thing. It's like you and um, and I can go no further than um, for to reinforce that. Then last week I went to work and found sitting on the front like right in front of the door were six dozen bagels and six containers of coffee, big containers of coffee from Einstein brothers. So it was pricey as well as all the, sh the schmears, the little spreads you can put on bagels in a bag. So it's all these bags of stuff delivered incorrectly to our address. And because it was done by probably DoorDash or whatever, there was no name on it. There was no 
receipt. There was no uh, information as who, who it was for. Also going on, this was the day last week that uh, AT&T was having problems. So cell uh, connections were not working that morning. So I couldn't call anybody about it. And I'm just sitting there and uh, just trying to figure out who in the neighborhood this could have belonged to. And the only place close that made any sense was a uh, school. It was an elementary school. So I went over there and uh, talked to somebody out, uh, talked to somebody at the school and they went to look for people to see if it was, a, and it wasn't, they, they didn't like, no. So I just gave them, I kept 12 bagels and one thing of coffee for my people and gave them all the rest of it. On that same day, like basically making their day, giving them bagels and coffee. On the same day, later in the afternoon, I discovered I had $45 in my PayPal account that I didn't know why I had in there, where it came from. And we got a check from the uh, Wells Fargo, from uh, Wells Fargo Settlement for all that crazy shit that they were doing. And then they, they got a payout for all customers that were affected. Um, that it, that it was kind of unexpected. So it was a little chunk of change. So it was like, are they connected? No, they're, they're not connected. It felt connected. It felt like you put good into the world and you get, get something back. Really good waves, man. Just keep it on a good wave. So I'm, I want to keep that uh, going into surgery tomorrow and recovery and just hanging out um, the rest. So I, I, I do believe um, in that kind of thing, in getting putting in good energy, getting back, back good energy, even though I don't like hippie bullshit. I do believe it on kind of a molecular level and just straightforward, not, you know, not weird hippie wear clothes, you know, burlap sacks and sandals and um, forget to bathe and, sh and shave and, um, you know, cover yourself with oils and um, listen to uh, someone dick around on guitar for an hour and a half um, for one song. Like, I'm not, I don't think you need to do all that to believe in positive energy. Um, there's no reason to make it annoying. You can just believe something. You don't need to bring hippies into anything. That's, that's the other thing. I, I firmly believe there is never a reason to bring in hippies into anything. Now I would leave it at that and go, but I got one, one other thing. Even though I just talked about positive energy, I do want to bring up something that's negative and then um, and then I'll sum up and be like, anyway, positive, positive waves, you guys. Woo. All right. Surgery. One, two, three, break. Uh, 
I had uh, an interaction today with a salesperson that we're working with for one of our orders. The salesperson is with a company that is, you know, in the family of my company, like it's owned by the same people. So we talk to people, we talk to each other directly all the time. Now I'm the warehouse guy. So I normally, but the main point of contact is out of town. So we've, we've got a, like a, uh, somebody helping out with sales who's kind of go as a go between sometimes, but there was an issue that we needed to get taken care of. And I needed to talk to this particular salesperson and this particular salesperson, she does not talk to me directly. Apparently she has ignored multiple times that I've messaged her in our app like Slack, you know, the chat in Slack just ignore, ignores me. However, if our, if our liaison, if I message our liaison and she messages the sales chick, I get, I can get an answer. So it's like one of us is dead and we need a medium in order to communicate between us because she won't listen to me because, you know, metaphorically she's dead or I am. And the medium is the one connecting the two of us together in order to communicate. And, uh, I ended up calling on the phone. Well, cause the thing is, is that sometimes you sit there and you try to chat back and forth because nobody wants to talk on the fucking phone. But sometimes if you just pick up the phone and you have a three minute, three to five minute conversation, you'll solve the fucking problem. You can get out a lot more information in three to five minutes on the phone than wait, wait, see their name. Dipshit is typing. Dipshit is still typing. And you're just waiting for dipshit to reply back so that you can then go, God damn it, this would be easier if we actually spoke on the phone. But apparently your generation would rather type and can't be bothered to have an actual interaction. I am being very judgmental. But you are reinforcing the stereotype and it's making it hard to ignore that. Um that's not the issue. That's not the problem. Here's the problem. I made a snarky comment about it to our liaison. Because she's dealt with me and she likes dealing with me. And so she didn't. So I had to give her a little backstory and tell her, hey, by the way, people in that other company find me intimidating and slash or difficult to work with. And at least she was like, what? I'm like, yes. Because, and here's, and here's why. I, I am difficult to work with in that I set a standard 
which I like to call the bare minimum. I'm doing air quotes with my fingers. The bare minimum. Status quo. I expect status quo from you in your job role for this thing. As long as you meet the bare minimum and do what you're supposed to do, no extras, just that bare minimum right there, cross, you know, just barely get it over the line. You know, participation trophy, I made it across it, you know, whatever. That's fine. That is fine by me. That is all I expect from you. If you do not meet that, I am on your ass. And I will cause a shitstorm about it because you didn't do what you were supposed to do. And that is why I am difficult to work with. Because I won't let you suck. And now don't get me wrong. I don't care if you suck at your job. I don't care if you figured out some way to be charming enough to be so goddamn terrible at your job. But somehow your charisma gets you through to the next paycheck. Or maybe it's because hiring new people out there is so hard that you just go, well, it's either it's either this person who sucks or no one. And then I have to do that work. Oh God, well, I'm not going to do that. So we'll keep said shitty person there in the position. You know, I'd rather have somebody at uh, 60% than 0% and I have to do it. So that's, that's pretty much the reality there. So, yeah. So because of that, This particular person won't speak to me directly because she doesn't want to deal with me. Which, to be fair, is understandable because not only am I, uh, not only will I hold you to your job description, I will also, cons I also consider myself to be funny. And I think I, I think I'm hilarious. And if you don't think I'm hilarious when I think I'm hilarious, that's got to be really annoying. So when you get that, so when you get me being sarcastic and snarky versus me expecting you to do the bare minimum when you don't, you hear from me. At some point, you're going to want to start avoiding me. And they do. Now, that's not the problem. Now, here's the problem. I mentioned this to the li liaison and made her laugh because I said, you're the medium and either she or I are dead and we can't hear the living unless you are available because if we speak through you, the other side hears us. She thought that was funny. About 15 minutes after I said that, I got a response back from that salesperson that I had sent several messages to. Um, the day before yesterday and then today. And then she finally responded three hours after. But she responded with, sorry for uh, the delay. I was away from my computer slash phone. How many 
white girl salespeople under 40? Do you know that step away from their phone for multiple hours? What are you doing? If you're not at your computer and not using your phone, what the fuck are you doing for three hours at work? Let's take you for your word. Let's say that you don't have your phone with you at all times, like every goddamn person in the world. What are you doing for three hours that you should be working? I'm raising my hands in the air. What? You're lying. It's, it's, it's a terrible lie. I'm sorry I didn't respond. I didn't have my phone on me. Bullshit. Everyone has their phone on them. That may have worked in 2007. It, 2008. Maybe even 2009. But it doesn't work this year. And it hasn't worked for, for you know, ever. What that 15 years for 15 for the past 15 years that excuse doesn't make any sense it's bullshit and that's what bothers me not that they won't talk to me i respect that i don't respect it i like it i like being such a pain in the ass because you suck that you would rather talk to somebody for me you know through somebody to me than directly to me because I'm potentially going to be a pain in the ass, which I'm not. It just bothers me that you can't just keep that up. You had to lie and not even, and you didn't put any effort in the lie. That's the problem that bothers me. It's a lazy lie and unnecessary. You could have just said, "Hey, sorry for the res for, sorry for the delay." And then started talking to me. Started asking me questions and get get the issue taken care of. Instead of responding after the issue, you knew the issue was taken care of because the medium told you. You yeah, you, know, you can't don't give a bullshit excuse that's clearly a lie. It's disrespectful. It's just, it's just sad. That's what made me, that's what makes me uh, irritated. It's just a sad lie. It's just bad writing. It's hack. There's no effort to it. It's just, uh, you would have been better just the silent treatment. The silent treatment I can respect. Commit to it. Commit to not talking to me. Commit to me being you know, a thorn in your side, even though I would much rather talk to the medium than to you. And moving forward, I will. I'm never talking to the sales people over there again, because it's just, it's annoying. It's, it's a waste of my time. Ugh. Bad lie. It's the worst. Nobody's ever away from their phone. Sorry, I was away from my phone for all day. What? You know, it, if you forget your phone when you went out or something or something happens, let's say you weren't paying attention, you called an Uber 
and then you left your phone sitting on the table. You didn't grab it because you were running out to the Uber. You had to grab your, you know, I can buy that. But you don't have your phone and then just don't have it. Especially since you do all your work on the phone and on the computer. It's, it's, uh, it's horseshit. Fucking salespeople. They, 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 they say they don't think that they're better than you, but they do. They think salespeople think that they're better than roughnecks in the warehouse, even though I don't technically work in the warehouse. You know, the whole building's a warehouse. There's an office in the warehouse. Their office is in, in a warehouse. That's what's hilarious is their office is in a warehouse. Anyway. Still soberpod at gmail.com for any questions or comments that are positive to neutral. Uh, yeah. So po- positive vibes. You know, things are great. I see my dad's calling me. Speaking of giving me positive vibes. So I, I need to give him a call. Uh, thank you guys. Um, we'll see you next week. Wait a minute. Disconnect the telephone line Gotta get away, gotta get away, get away, gotta get away